Wow, everybody. It's been a while. It's been an absolute minute since I recorded a bit of content like this. And you know what? I've always said that a podcast should always run parallel to your life. And it's an audio platform. It's a chance to share a message that you have in the here and now that you feel would be useful to the world. And selfishly, I've always seen it as a way of kind of documenting my life as I go through it. Um, Now, Granted, I haven't been as active with content over the last few years, Um, and that's mainly because my job, my whole career has changed. And like you, during the pandemic, lots of things changed. There was lots of stuff going on. I decided that I wanted to do something that I've been thinking about for a long time, and that was start a digital marketing agency. And I also kind of craved having a company that I could really sink my teeth into, start from scratch in an industry that I didn't really have much experience in, and build a team of professionals, go and find the work, and then deliver a great result and grow that business. I'd been in the health and fitness industry since I left school. You know, that's the reality of the situation. And although I'm absolutely 100% um, passionate about positive changes in people and I'm, I'm still am you know as a, as a human being as a friend as a partner as a family member um, as, as a boss I'm very passionate about that and optimum performance and our mindset and our physicality I'm I think probably more of a creative business person at heart and so I kind of exhausted my career um, as a health and fitness professional and I'm very grateful for the things that I achieved I'm I, got to run my own gym, which I started from scratch and had an amazing team of people, um, you know, and and some fond memories actually from that whole Reasons Fitness experience. Um, I also had the opportunity of working for Les Mills and was a trainer and a presenter. And if you've been a a follower of this channel or a follower of me for um, more than sort of three or four years, you'll know all of that. It's probably what brought you into my world in the first place. But you know what? Everything changes. And I even have a tattoo now, a whole Japanese sleeve. You know, my, my grandmother was Japanese, so I have that Japanese heritage. And I went to go and see a Japanese tattoo artist, the same one that did a big tattoo on my leg a few years back. And I've got this whole sleeve on my arm. And part of the reason for that is because I want to remind myself that everything changes. And I think when you take that approach to life, you can learn that the moment is really precious. What you're doing with your career and your health and your relationships right now is very precious because one day that will be your past. That There will be memories. And although that's great to look back on and relive those memories, everything changes. Circumstances change. People's intentions change. People's motivation changes. We come in and out of each other's lives. And that's why I think it's really positive to say, do you know what? Change is good. And so... I wanted to sort of have a bit of fun with this today. I wanted to um, share with you um, three things that are that I find are, uh, are very similar between running a digital marketing agency, which is what I do now. The company is called Tide55, and we do things like content through social media, paid advertising, Google ads, SEO. We can build websites. We can manage websites. Um, We can do uh, email marketing, video marketing. So loads of stuff really in this sort of digital age. It's all really important, isn't it? And I'm really proud of what we've achieved. Got an amazing team here um, and we've got some wonderful clients and we're growing, um, which is great and it's really exciting. But there are some similarities between that and that role that I'm in now and being a personal trainer, being a coach, um, helping people to achieve physical uh, and mental transformation. 
there are some actual real uh, similarities. And I'm going to share three of those with you in this episode. I'm also then going to talk about three things that are extremely different about this role that I'm in now, um, how my life has changed. And these three things I've actually struggled with. I've struggled to adapt and I've struggled to I've struggled to learn how to change the way I feel and change the way I think towards certain things that I used to find really easy. Um, so I'll tell you about those as well. So if you're here, first of all, thank you for being here. I'd actually really love to know uh, more about you if you are here. We're sort of starting, starting from scratch, really. That's how I see it. I'd love to know like what you want from me, I suppose, in terms of content, what you feel like I might be able to help you with. I, I know that I'm... Um, able to put content together and structure these episodes and these videos for you um, and these podcasts for you but I would love to know what you want so I can do more of that as well as sharing with you what's kind of in my mind so without further ado I'd like to get into these three things that are really similar about running a digital marketing agency and being a personal trainer or a health and fitness professional so let's get into it one thing that's really similar uh, between what I do now, which is run a digital marketing agency called Tide55, and what I used to do, which is what many of you know me for, which is being a health and fitness professional. And one of the things that's really similar is that in both roles, you kind of have to start with the end in mind and reverse engineer until you figure out what tasks you need to do. So for example, in what I do now, we have an overall objective that we're looking to achieve that might be that we're looking to sell more of a type of product or a service for our clients using various digital marketing tools so we know that's the objective we know that we're looking to increase revenue we know that we're working with certain tools then we come back from that and we think right what do we need to do when do we need to do it how do we need to do it who do we need to talk to and you have all these useful questions that you can ask yourself until eventually you're you're left with a sequence of tasks that need to be done first got to put that together then we need to get it approved, then we need to get it out there, then we need to do this, then we need to do that, and so on and so forth. And that's very similar in the way that you approach health and fitness. You have a goal, something that you want to achieve, and everything points towards that result. Everything that you do stacks up to bring you closer towards making that real. And anything that gets in the way of that and causes a resistance negatively is something that we need to try and remove or overcome. And these challenges are presented to us in both examples. And um, what I love about what I do now is that I have a fantastic team that helped me to achieve that result. We all know what we're trying to do. We have tight relationships with our clients and we come up with a strategy with our clients and then we understand what we need to do to make that happen. Do we need to use Google ads? Do we need to use social media? Do we need to use Facebook and Instagram ads? Do we need to use email marketing? You know, How can we make it better? looking at the results, just like you would in personal training and in fitness, and then reviewing what went well, what could be improved, and what we need to know about in terms of like new things that could be useful. So that's really interesting, isn't it? Because both of those uh, job roles have the same end in mind uh, mentality. And I really like that. I like that you can have an end result and then break it down, you know? Um, that really speaks to me. And something that I really enjoy about the role that I'm in now, and I'm grateful for that. So another thing that's really similar about what I do now running a digital marketing agency and my old career, which would have been uh, what a lot of you know me for, which is being a health and fitness professional, is that consistency is essential. 
Um, maybe this is the case for life or anything that you want to actually um, create or achieve. You must be consistent. You must put energy and time and resources into doing the tasks that will help you to move closer towards your goal. And completing those tasks and doing them again and again and again, no matter how boring, no matter how mundane. Now, personally, I struggle with that sort of thing. I prefer the sort of jazz hands approach, you know, get up there, give a presentation, do the one-time thing. I've always been like that. I was like that at school and college with exams. I used to much prefer exams over coursework. But I recognized that when I built my team here at Tide 55. And so I surround myself with people that are more coursework focused, if you like, and have that attention to detail and that consistency, which means as a business, we're able to provide the feeling of consistency as well as repeat tasks. And we can hit the same level of quality again and again um, because we work as a team to get that done and we play to our strengths. But the same goes for your health and fitness, you know. Um, if you aren't a consistent person, you need to find a trainer or a coach that can help you remain consistent. You need to find a training partner that can help you get excited about consistency, a training plan that you can get consistent with. Otherwise, you're going to struggle, right? So it's about knowing yourself. And I know that I, I don't naturally uh, approach things with consistency. Um, but really, when you think about consistency, one of our challenges with it is distraction. And in marketing, you get the latest gizmo, the latest platform, the latest trend. And that can be a distraction for our clients. It will be a distraction for us as well. But what we have to do is stay consistent and focused on what it is we're trying to achieve. You know, it's like if your goal is to find a, a way to get stronger in your lower body, should you really be doing that new aerobics class that seems cool and seems fun? For anything other than enjoyment, probably not. But the same goes with marketing. Should we be spending our time, money, and budget on this new platform? Should we be investing time and content into that when it could be a distraction and we should actually be focusing on what we know works? And so the same goes, you know. And I think that's probably the case for life. What do you think? Let me know. Is consistency something that you find natural or is it something that you find difficult? And how universal is consistency in any kind of goal that you're trying to achieve? Because I think it's pretty universal. Something that's also similar between what I do now, running a digital marketing agency, and what I used to do, you know, running a gym, being a personal trainer and a coach, is the importance of trust. As a trainer and a coach, it's important that your client trusts you. As a digital marketing agency owner, it's important that your client trusts you. People invest in us, you know, when they do business with us, when they employ us, when they bring us in to do a job. They invest time and they invest money. They make a decision and there are always other people, there are always other choices, so they've chosen you. And our goal when we are brought in and we're paid to do something, given the opportunity to be uh, important in someone's life, is to show that we can be trusted. Use our initiative, stick to our word, deliver on our promises, and get the job done. You know, and, and I think as well, it's about being honest and open when things don't necessarily go to plan. You know, it's being able to put your hands up and say, well, this is what we did, and this is why we did it. This is what happened, and this is what we need to do about it now. What do you think? Rather than hiding behind it, making excuses, or trying to justify that it was a good decision, or a good strategy when really maybe it wasn't. And the same goes, you know, in, in both situations. I find that quite fascinating. And again, maybe that's a, maybe that's just the way it is in life. Maybe 
um, trust is an essential component of like getting that optimal level of performance in any kind of relationship, albeit personal or professional. But I'd love to know what you think about that. Can you be successful without trust? And you're thinking in a sporting context as well. If you don't trust your teammates, can you ever reach your peak performance levels? I'm not sure you can. If you don't trust your coach, if you don't trust the manager, if you don't trust the training staff, can you ever really give everything you've got? If you don't trust your players, if you don't trust your athletes, can you ever really coach them with everything you've got? That's an interesting one. I'd love to know what you think. Do let me know. So those are the three ways that I think my job now is similar to what I used to do. And I'm quite glad and I'm quite grateful that that's the case because those three things, you know, programming towards a central overall goal or objective, I like that. And I like, I like the periodization. I like breaking things down into tasks. I like that. I also like, even though I don't take to it naturally, I like consistency. I like how important that is and how rare it is to do it. And I think that maybe is what helps define greatness is when you achieve something, you, you cannot do that without consistency. And so it's almost like a byproduct, isn't it? Like someone achieves a, a result and you go, okay, well, that's been done now. That wasn't luck. That wasn't a one-off. If we, if we were consistent enough and we were focused enough, then we should achieve that result. You know, So you can look back over your shoulder and think, well, I know that I'm proud of myself for being consistent because I wouldn't have achieved this otherwise. And I guess trust as well. You know, I, I like all those things. I think at the end of the day, um, especially in what we do now, marketing, it's all about human relationships. It's about doing business, and business is H to H. It's human to human. Um, I'm, I'm real. Sh- I'm a real strong advocate for that message. That it doesn't matter what it is you're selling. There's a human being at the other end making a decision, and who has a challenge or a problem and is looking for a solution, and chooses you when there are other people that could have easily been chosen. And that does, I think, demand trust, and it does warrant that. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the fact that those three things exist in my life. But let's take a look at now three things that are very, very different and that I've actually found quite stressful at times and that I've actually struggled with over the last three years. And remember, I was like Mr. Gym, Mr. Fitness, Mr. Uh, coaching and, and, and everything for, for, you know, at least 10 years, really. Um, I still get asked when I go out, how's the gym going? And I'm not going to bore you with the story now, but the gym's essentially still running. It's just changed in the fact that an employee that was working um, as, as one of my staff members for like eight years, I decided that it was time to hand over the reins and I handed the reins over to him. He now does what he wants to do. And that included a name change. Um, so his overall fitness service is not the same as it was. It's his way of doing it but it is in the facility that is very much still in my name. And so I have an office in the building because, hey, if I'm paying for the, for the building, I may as well be in here too, right? But also my wife Kelly is in here and her business is going so well um, with her aerial silks as well. So like it makes sense. Um, but people still ask me, how's the gym going? You know, They think I'm still doing that as my job. And I can understand why. I was very vocal about that. I was very consistent. I produced a lot of content. And I guess I branded myself effectively to be that guy. But that is not who I am now. And like I said at the beginning, everything changes. And I made a decision that I wanted to be a businessman. I wanted to move into digital marketing. I want to start an agency because I do not know the skills and I do not practice the skills. I'm not a good technician of the marketing services that we offer, but I have a team that are, 
and I manage the team and I build the business and I drive us forwards and I have a vision of what we're looking to achieve. And so my life has changed quite a bit. But the three things that I found most stressful and most difficult is number one, being desk bound. Oh my God, I used to walk about on the gym floor. I used to be very active with my job. And I used to do a lot of steps, you know, because I was an active person and my job was very much on my feet. Now, sometimes I like barely move. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm desk bound. And that was a big, big challenge for me. You know, I got a lot of problems with my back and my neck and uh, had to like now I see regularly, I see a great osteopath, um, Balance 360, great company. They also um, reside here in Reasons HQ in the building here, which is in my name. And Jolene is, a, is an amazing uh, osteopath, amazing practitioner. And she's got a great business there as well. Happened to be a client of ours as well, a digital marketing client. So definitely check them out. And so I haven't got the the luxury anymore of getting away with it. You know, I, I have to be like probably most people and sit behind a desk. And yeah, I've had to adapt to that. I found it quite difficult, quite a a different strain on my body and I've had to work around that as I guess a lot of you do um, and I'd love to know what you've had to do if, if that's the case for you if you are finding that sitting at a desk you know what do you do I've got this thing which is like a standing desk thing which sometimes if I want to stand up I'll just put my, my laptop on there and I try and like have breaks and regular intervals where I can get out and have a little walk up and down the street um, because I find that really helps as well but yeah that, so that was one thing you know I, I also have a, a Fitbit now so that I can keep track of my steps. And that was a real game changer because I must have been like in a calorie overload every day. And I was putting on body fat. I was putting on weight. Um, I lost a, a lot of definition in my body. And, you know, I felt pretty low actually at one point. So I felt like fat Thor from the Avengers movies. If you, if you know what I mean, then, you know, if you know, you know. I sort of felt a bit like him. Um, but, uh, oh, you know what? I, I wanted to do something about it. So I've had to be more flexible with my, my my steps, my energy output, my eating, and just making sure my posture and everything is, is in check. And so if you are a desk-bound person, I would recommend regular breaks. Sorry, I'd recommend standing desk option, and I'd recommend having a step counter on a Fitbit or something so that you can keep an eye on your energy output, your calorie burn, your steps. It's really important for your overall health. Another thing that I've struggled with in doing this new role as a digital marketing agency owner is my relationship with my training. Um, about a year and a half ago, I went to Sam and I said, Sam, I, uh, Sam's a, a, an amazing trainer. He was a member of staff of mine for, for like seven or eight years. Uh, I can really trust Sam. And I said, Sam, you need to like help me out, mate. Like I used to know this inside out. I was the fitness guy. You know, I'd be fine with my training. I love my training. I was an athlete, really. You know, I've, I represented England for sport jiu-jitsu on multiple occasions. I was a Les Mills trainer and presenter at the highest level. I was pretty fit. You know, I did lots of sports, ran a marathon, sub four hours without any training. And now all of a sudden I'm like struggling. I'm putting on body fat. My body's like, my neck's hurt. My back's bad. I said, Sam, sort me out, mate. So he got me onto some programs. He now does programs for me. And my relationship with training had to change. I had to, I had to let go of that responsibility, put it in someone else's hands and trust someone else to tell me what to do. And then I had to trust myself to be able to turn up. And you know what? One of the biggest bits of advice I can give is sometimes I think when we go into a um, fitness um, relationship with a coach or a trainer is we feel like we are there to be sort of told what to do. That's not the case. 
what's really important, I can tell you because I've been on the other side as well as a trainer, what's really important is that you are able to give lots of feedback to your coach, to your trainer, and ask lots of questions and think ahead with your trainer, not just sit there and wait for them to do it. So for example, I would say to Sam, Sam, listen, I'm training three times a week at this program at the moment. I'm, I'm going to be changing it. And this is a true story. This really is what I said. When my kids go back to school, I'm going to have a bit more time. I'm going to be training in the mornings. Can we go to four times a week? But can we make the fourth session just a little bit lighter because I'm still worried about my back and shoulders? And he'd be like, yeah, great idea. Let me think about what we can do. And then he would have you know, put it together and he did put it together. We're now at the stage where I'm training five times a week. I train at six in the morning every morning. Um, I play rugby again, which is amazing, um, on a Saturday and I rest on a Sunday. And I'm like training more than I was before. But I've had to, I've had to change my relationship with my training. I've had to rebuild my understanding and not, you know, I can't get away with it now. I'm getting a bit older. I want to preserve my health, my fitness. I want to still achieve stuff in sport. And, you know, I'm also really honest with myself and with Sam if I'm struggling. And I say, listen, Sam, I'm having a bad week this week. I'm going to skip the last two sessions. I'm just going to stay in bed for those two mornings. My body's telling me not to do it. I'm going to make sure I can play the, play the rugby match on Saturday and then we'll revisit again next week. And, you know, he's like, yeah, great. Because, again, he's getting, like, we both want the same thing, don't we? And I think that's really important is your trainer wants the same thing as you. You've got to talk to your trainer. You've got to have that open dialogue and not be afraid to get involved at a strategic level with your own fitness. Um, listen, this is what's coming up in my life. This is what I want to do. What do you think about this? This week's not quite working. The last thing you want to be doing is conning yourself or mugging yourself off. So... Stay honest, stay true, and that way you're far more likely to succeed. That's what I have found uh, anyway. Being on the other side of the fence has been really, really interesting. It was really hard. I actually sort of had a bit of an eye-opening experience of like, man, I can understand why some of my clients found it so hard. And if you have been a client of mine, then respect, you know, because it's not easy to do it. And I'm still doing it easy here because I've got a gym here, haven't I? Um, but a lot of people have to travel, have to fit it into their day. You know, getting up early was a game changer. As soon as the kids were a bit older where they could sleep properly, I would get up at quarter past five, sneak out, do the workout, come back before they wake up. And that's what I've been doing now for about sort of six months. And I absolutely love it. And like I said, sometimes I miss a couple of sessions, but I'm very honest about that. And overall, I know that I'm moving forwards, you know, over time, I'm getting fitter and stronger. So happy days. But yes, that's important, I guess, and an interesting point of view. If you've been around me for a while, you've listened to this podcast before, you'll know that I'm, I was the first to give advice on this stuff. But being in the trenches myself, I understand how hard it is. I've got that extra layer of empathy now and big respect to you if you're trying. Keep it going. Do your best. That's all you can ever do. Another thing that I found quite challenging with this change into being a digital marketing agency owner, when before I was this fitness guy, this... this you know, this, this health and fitness person that owned a gym and everything else, um, is the social element of it. Um, now what I mean is my friends, I want to go out with friends. What I do would come up in conversation all the time because fitness is associated to nutrition, which is associated to any food or any drink that you're having, any insecurity anyone's having about their body, it gets voiced. Any kind of comment of like, Oh, it's all right for you. You know, you're a PT or oh, da, 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 I want to look like you and all this stuff. That used to happen all the time. So like my job used to come up in conversation all the time. You know, I go out of my friends now. And last time I, I went out of my, my great, you know, my, my good friends, 
I didn't talk about myself at all. Nobody asked me any questions. It didn't come up in conversation about work. And I think that's because partly because they don't really understand or necessarily know what I do. So I've been getting on with it. I've just had my head down. I've just been getting on with it. You know, like I say, people still ask me, how's the gym going? How's PT? Don't do that anymore. I haven't done it for three years. But everyone's living their own lives. I don't expect people to know that. And I haven't really sort of, you know, shoved it in people's faces about this change and what I'm doing as much as I used to talk about fitness and health publicly on social and stuff like that. So I understand why, but I quite like that. But I did struggle with that. I was like, well, you know, who am I? What's my identity if if I was always this fitness guy and I was always talking about that? And then you almost go completely the opposite way and it's like I'm anti that. Like, hey, don't talk to me about fitness. What do I know? You know, and you're being all sort of like, oh, like a a bit sort of aloof. Um, Oh, no, I I just see whatever I want now because I'm not a PT. Oh, you're not a PT anymore. Do you know what I mean? So like... I think you, you're at risk of going completely the other way, but I'm just sure happy just sitting in the middle. I know like what I do for work and I know how driven I am for my career and I don't necessarily need to be flagging that and waving that about in people's faces. I just get on with it. Um, I'm passionate about the topics that I'm, uh, that I'm into, passionate about business, passionate about team building, passionate about performance, passionate about human potential, um, I'm still passionate about health. I'm passionate about being a, a, a father um, and building this company. You know, being a great husband, a great dad, a great son. That's still very important to me. I would like to get back to writing. I've got a few more things I'd like to share with the world on a sort of sensitive level of dealing with emotions and dealing with stuff, some stuff that happens in life. That's still very much a part of who I am. But it's not my job anymore. It's not what I do as a job. And actually, um, not that you need to know, but I've, I've increased the amount of um, time that I give certain projects in my life, certain voluntary positions that I have um, in the work that I do with the Jamie G Sporting Trust. And uh, I'm a local school governor as well. And I feel like I can give a bit more energy to that because I can just do it. You know, I, I don't, I'm not doing it to, to, to be anything. I'm just doing it because it's something that I enjoy and that I believe in. And I do think that I'd always had everyone's best interests and everything has always been best interests at heart whenever I've done anything before. But there's always that little element of it's my job, so I'm going to do this video, I'm going to do this piece of content, I'm going to say this thing that's going to help people because it was my job to help people. Now I'm not getting paid to help people, I sort of go about quietly helping people, um, which has kind of been a nice lesson in itself as well, just to be a little bit humble and quiet about it all and sort of encourage other people to just sort of follow my lead. And I think that is what fires me up the most. It's the thought of leading by example. And that's why I'm gonna, I'm gonna endeavor to make regular content because I do feel like it's an opportunity to lead by example. I might be talking to no one right now. Like if you are listening to this, do let me know. I'd, I, I would just, you might think, oh, he doesn't want me to let him know. I genuinely, genuinely do want you to let me know. Can you just say, hey, I listened um, on Instagram. Just send me a DM at Tommy Gentleman. Just say, Tommy, I listened uh, because, you know, as far as I know, no one's listening. I could probably say anything, couldn't I? Um, but I, I appreciate the fact that you are. And I'm going to use this as a platform, as an opportunity to share what's going on in my life and have it run parallel to everything that I'm doing. So um, if there's something you want me to share with you, you want, you want to ask me some questions about what I've been up to, please send them through to me. I would love to uh, to address those. In the meantime, 
thanks for listening. This has been a bit of a, a, a sort of download of what's been going on lately. Um, and I've shared three things that are very similar between my new life and my old life. And I've also shared three things that are very, very different that I found quite challenging and have given me a little bit more perspective and sort of empathy for people um, that maybe I didn't have before because I was never in a position of suffering and never really found those things hard. So um, I hope you appreciate that. I hope you've taken something of use from this uh, podcast or this video and uh, I'll look forward to, to touching base with you again soon. Thank you very much. Remember, at Tommy Gentleman on Instagram, I'd love to know if you're listening and uh, I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.